This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grapevine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Hello, I'm James Hook. And I'm Jill Smith. And uh, welcome to the podcast. Yes, we're out and about in the vineyard today again, Jill. We are. Now, I just had something pop up on my Facebook feed, and that was us out and about in the vineyard last year at the same time, 25th of January, and it was stinking hot. Yeah. Uh, whereas t- this this 24th of January is quite a pleasant day. Really. It is. I'm in jumpers. Yeah, low, low 20s expected. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about because we've had a bit of a turnaround in the weather. Yeah, well, December broke every sort of heat record you, you could think of. Uh, record hot days, record aggregate heat, um, obviously extreme fire danger and, and fire effects. Whereas as soon as the monsoon season started in the in the north, all of a sudden uh, southern Australia's cooled down. Yeah, we got a lot of rain. At least where we are. Yeah, we had an yeah. awful lot of rain come through. Yep. And now the temperatures, like they plummeted. To, last night was cool enough to even uh, turn on the heater. Yeah, so it's been a strange season like that. So yeah. what I wanted to talk to you about is vintage, of course, yeah. because we're out in this vineyard and I can see we've got a little bit of colour happening at the moment. So Veraison's just Yeah, this, this block I'd put at Veraison. It's a yeah. Shiraz vineyard um, in the north. We're a little bit north of McLaren Vale, what they call the... Uh, we're not far from Durham, really. Yep. Yeah, just just in the north of just in the north of the town, and it's quite an early ripening area. So, and you, you can expect, see here yeah. we've got quite a lot of colour yeah. in, in these yeah. bunches. But what's really good is we have had quite a bit of rain. Um, on the coast, we've had about eighteen mil in the last seven days. Whereas when we go up to where I live, which is a, a, an amazingly titled Dingle Dingle Dingle, which is Kaipo. Um, I had 70, seven zero wow. mils of rain. And I know last time we talked, we were hoping for 10 mils of rain yeah, to sort yeah. of help with yeah. with possibly some of the smoke that was coming over from the island. But what's really good is there's no obvious signs of berry splitting in this block. No, everything looks yeah, really spectacular, held. actually. Yeah. looks so very good. The what bit. happens when you get a lot of rain after a, a long dry period is the water sort of sits on the leaves and through osmotic potential actually goes into the... Vine and makes the fruit swell, and it can very easily swell up too much. Especially when, at this point, when you're looking at the colour on these grapes, yeah. yeah. And we've got nothing here at all. No. In fact, this looks like a really healthy vineyard. I can give you a little trick. Where, where to really look is, um, is to look on the bottom part of vines, right? Because the bottom part of the bunch, the lowest point, will be what splits. Ah, uh-huh. and there's nothing on no, no, these. No, nothing. Nothing at yeah. all. So it's quite a lot of variation within this, even the rows we're in now. Oh, well, that's what you'd expect to yeah. see, um, because Veraison, um, yeah, Veraison. If if it happens within seven days, everyone would be that's extremely even. Yeah, um, but you can yeah. see some bunches are completely yeah, green, green, another but, yeah. and they're very small. So, um, so what what is happening this season, James? Because it I, looks like now we're going to be actually a little bit late. Yeah, I would have to be at least two weeks late. Because we're not seeing the uniform colour come in really quickly. Uh, generally, now there'd be a lot of blocks that would, be, would have been full Veraison in a normal right. year. When I say that, I'm meaning every every berry colour to some degree. Whereas here now, I'd say it's probably only 50%. Yeah. And this is one of the most advanced blocks. Right. So, what do you think um, at the moment people should be looking out for? Yeah, even you know evenness of colour. Yeah, they want to see they want to see blocks evenly turned. 
Um, one thing we teach people to look for is actually how much their canes are lignified. Yeah. So if you have a look at that now, um, you want to see about half of the cane lignified. Right. When it when it at this point of the year, so the, these are quite good. Yeah. yeah, they're not too bad. Quite balanced. It's a sign of health and balance. Right. So and this is a really this vineyard looks. Yeah, yeah, it's in really good condition. Good. It's in very yeah. good condition. So, sort of, let's talk a little bit about smoke taint. Yeah. Well, so the first blocks have been tested for smoke taint. Um, some wine companies are going to obviously be very. Do, do their due diligence. Yes. So they're going to be testing for smoke tank. Um, we feel that the risks of that are low in McLaren Vale. And why are they low in McLaren Vale compared to other regions? We haven't had the exposure to smoke that um, you would get as if you were right next to a fire ground or if you had been in a fire ground. Unfortunately, some of the sites in the hills still smell of smoke now, right. a, a month after the fire. It's just the nature of what happens. We could, Whereas here, this doesn't smell like No, smoke. and we and a, and a couple of weeks ago, we could smell smoke. Yeah. Now, we can't smell anything. What they say as a rule of thumb, too, is that um, if you can see 10 to 15 kilometres, then that's considered a low level of smoke exposure. Okay. That's what the AWI gives you as a rule of thumb. We have, I think we only had one night that was really like that. Yep. Absolutely. And so with the um, exposure... What actually happens, what's produced in those berries? Uh, so smoke is obviously able to get across the uh, surface of the vine through leaves slash berry. Yep. It just can get into it. Then it binds with sugar. Yep. And because it's um, bound with sugar, uh, it's difficult to detect unless they're able to break it away from the sugar. So the way they do that is they do a f fermentation test. So... The thing with smoke taint is it can look okay as fruit, but not okay. as wine. So and that so once it's actually there, it may not show up until it's in the bottle. No, and that's why that's why we have to be very diligent with testing because it's not something not like botrytis. Botrytis, you can look at it, you can see it, you can do a quick enzyme test, get a result back within twenty four hours. With the smoke taint test, they have to they have to do the fermentation to to, to be fully sure. Okay, so at so the stage the berries are at the moment, or the stage that we had all of that smoke, that was actually pretty good given the circumstances. Yeah, vines can get smoke yeah. taint at any point, yep. but the closer you are to harvest, harvest, the higher the risk is. Right. So at the point that we were having our smoke, which was earlier in January, it was a lower risk than if we were having smoke now. So I know a lot of the people in the hills would be, of course, testing and doing an early test yeah. ferment. Yeah sending their um, samples through to AWI for further testing and um, hopefully getting some reasonable results. It's going to be a tough yeah, one, isn't a, it? Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough situation because already you're getting reports that's come out this week from the Hunter Valley. Tyrrell's put out a press release right. saying that, that their, their intake is going to be um, 80% better. So they've, yeah, they lost 80%. They've lost 80% through, through smoke tank. Through smoke tank. And any idea from the hills? Uh, it's a little, still a bit too early to say. Okay. Um, what they will run in the hills is they'll run a, a panel. The panel will uh, basically look at the small. Like you can do a, it can do an expensive test or a quick test. So they'll, they'll set up a free panel in in the hills that'll do a quick test where they just get four people trained to check for smoke. Right. They do a small batch ferment and then check it. Yep. Um, 
one through that that happened in 2015 after the Samson Fat bushfire, and that'll help streamline and, and stream fruit into what's oak and green and is in OK. And that's a free test. Yeah, they do a free, that's free great, test. That's great. just yeah. support um, the growers and. Yeah. The I've, I've put some of my colleagues up to volunteer for it. Oh, that's fantastic. So looks like we're going to actually have a really beautiful week coming up. Yeah, this could be right a miracle. This actually could be a miracle because I thought a month ago there was some serious trouble that we were in for because when it is so hot so early, um, you see poor berry set. We saw we see vines getting salt uptake early. We see sunburn early, and when you see those so early in December, you're like, oh no, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a problem. Well, we've had a miracle because. Because the summer has turned off somehow, it's now going to the season's now going to go later. So instead of picking at the end of February, we're going to be picking into March. And most of the time, rule of thumb, you're going to have shorter days, cooler nights, uh, better conditions for harvest, for, and for that final bit of ripening. So, so we, it could be really, it could be, it could be a miracle. It could be something yeah. really fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You could have some intensity from low crops and small berries yep. with favourable ripening conditions. Yep. A rare Long combination. Yeah, yeah, it is in the midst of all of this uh, yeah. disaster and doom. Yeah. Belt is known as a reliable region. This is why. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's relatively drought-proof. We've had a drought, but the, the crops won't be disastrous. They'll be not, not anywhere near a record breaker, but they're not going to be terrible. No. So you can see, oh, we're not going to have terrible, uh, not going to have terrible yields, um, and we may have very favourable ripening conditions and, and produce some one that I didn't see coming. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. spectacular wines. So that's um, yeah, it's been tough for everybody, but it's really good to see some sort of gold coming out of yeah. uh, this. As I said, today we could be in spring, not summer. Yeah. The only bit I will, I just have to mention, okay, because uh, while we did have rainfall. And quite a lot of rainfall. What's the soil look like today? Pretty dry. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dry. So Vines had a nice big drink uh, of rain, but it's temporary. Yeah. It's extremely temporary because at this time of year, maybe on an overcast day, we lose three or four mils of water from the soil to yeah. evaporation. And on a sunny day, you can lose six. So if you had 18 mils of rain, that's only three days. So we're, so we're, still, a, so we're still a long way yeah. from the yeah. end, from yeah. the end point. But at the moment, looking pretty good. Yeah, and that was that was. I'd give me that rain at this time of year. Don't give me that in two, three weeks. Yeah. But but it was really good. We had it then. It was a perfect time. So let's. Uh, you know, I know everybody's uh, crazily watching the weather reports at the moment. We just got a good week coming up. Yep. Hope you get a good couple of weeks. And uh, good luck to everybody out there. Keep going, guys. Keep We're going. nearly there. Thanks, Jill. Thank you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLarenvale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLarenvale wine region.